If you're on a mission to do something great, like become a full-time artist or creator, your friends might be your biggest cheerleaders, but the people closest to you might not be on board. Here's what to say when people ask if it's not just time to get a real job and stop messing around with all of this art stuff. Welcome to Morning Creative. I'm Mark Stedman, and I'm the Jiminy Cricket to your creative Pinocchio, only a lot less judgy. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I was chatting to a family member, and they asked what my overall plans were for the year. And I told them I was happy with the current clients that I've got, and that I still had work coming in and all that kind of stuff. Fine. What I should have said next was, and I'm working on becoming a full-time creativity coach. What I said instead was much more muddled and a bit kind of wishy-washy, something about making a daily podcast and helping people get paid to do creative work or something. And it was just like you could hear the uncertainty dripping in every word. Um, And so their next question was like, "Uh, cool, so are you looking for a job? Um, (laughs) And I was a little bit taken aback. um, And I kind of spat back, I'm not looking for a job. Like I just bit into a lemon. Now, the part of the problem is I focused too much on the how of what I was doing rather than the what, because what I'm doing is something big and bold and different and uncertain. And we will talk a lot about uncertainty uh, today. Um, And so I kind of focus too much on the how, whereas my what is that I want to help people who regularly make stuff, particularly for the internet, and who struggle with productivity or procrastination, or who've hit what I think of as the sort of long, dark, lonely tunnel where they've been going for a while and they're still putting out work. Maybe they've hit a bit of a plateau growth-wise, but they're really starting to feel that wall. You know, they're starting to be like, oh, every, you know, episode or or issue or video or whatever just (sighs) seems to be a bit of a slog. And that's, you know, where I want to kind of swoop in um, paramilitary style uh, and, and help them out. Um, now, my how, the how that I'm going to achieve that, get to that goal, is not necessarily going to make sense to anyone who doesn't understand particular facets of digital marketing, which I would like to think over the last few years, I've got a pretty decent handle on. Um, and so for me, my how actually looks like researching and recording ideas that are worth sharing, building my list by releasing free toolkits and ebooks based on what I've learned, and um, those are to come. Um, and providing a small range of easy-to-understand products and offerings. And, you know, I'm, I'm developing that, and I'll talk about that. Not the product, but that sort of the investment that I'm making in myself. So as I say, if you say that to someone who understands digital marketing, they're, they're, they're not going to be puzzled. They're not going to look at you like you're an alien. But if you say that to your nan, she might say, you know, that's, that's, that's nice. Um, and who will be paying you while you do all of that stuff. Now, I've never had a nan, um, so I I don't know, and some of my ideas are perhaps a little bit cliche, but, you know, I've got other people that are close to me, and that's the aspect of that. Um, Now, being clear about your who and your what is helpful in those situations, because you can sort of come back and say, well, this is, you know, this is the plan, this is what I'm doing. But it's not the whole story. The fact is, some people are just not going to get it especially and particularly if it involves risk, which, let's face it, 
it does. You know, if you're making a big leap, if you're investing in yourself and your creativity and saying, this is what I want to do in the world, I want more of this, I want more of the ability to create my own stuff and put it out into the world and have that ownership, that's at some point got to involve some risk. Now, your friends want you to be happy. Your peers want you to be successful. You know, people in your mastermind groups or communities, your family and the, those people who are the absolute closest to you, who've spent the most amount of time with you, especially those you've grown up with, they want you to be safe. They need certainty. And the fact is you might not be able to give them that. They also want to know that you've thought it through, which hopefully you have. And that's something that you can communicate with them. You know, I never advocate jumping uh, without a parachute. Now, I've been in both scenarios. I've, I've jumped without a parachute more times than I'd care to admit and figured like, oh, no, I'll be fine. I'll find a parachute on the way down. Um, I've also jumped with a parachute but not had a backup. And that's the other thing that I want to avoid because it's not about belief. It's, it's you know, it's, it's not about believing that someone can do this and let's just go. And if you want it, you'll get it like, yeah, it's fine. But markets change, the world changes. And so you need to make sure that you've got some kind of backup that you can deploy when you start to see the ground coming towards you and, and, uh, and things not particularly working out. So if we go back to this family conversation and, and that conversation with the people who want to keep you safe and want that idea of certainty, firstly, Remember, you are not responsible for how other people feel. You're responsible for what you do and you and what you say, but not how others interpret it. Now, all of this is predicated on the idea that you've already asked some key questions of yourself that are likely to come up in these kinds of scenarios. And I had a sort of a, a, a little think and jotted down a few uh, that I thought were relevant, which is, how are you going to make money? Um, when will you know it's working? What will you do if it doesn't pan out? What if the market suddenly changes again? Those are two separate questions. Who can help you get to where you want to go? And that was a, a big question I was asked really early on as a freelancer, and I didn't have a good answer to it. Someone, you know, I, I said to someone I'd known for a few years and who was a a real supporter of mine and a, and a sort of a, a mentor and a confidant. Um, I'd said, I'm, I'm going freelances back in 2004. And the first thing they said to me was, have you got a network? And I wanted to please them. And so I said, yeah, 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 yeah. I had nothing. I had nothing. I had no network. So if the answer to any of those questions is, I'll think of something, then it might be time to check your flight gear and have a look at your parachute. If you've already jumped, my suggestion is you look for a soft landing. Um, now, if I were to have a go at answering those questions, um, this is how I, you know, I'm thinking about these as well. I'm, you know, I'm not here to just spit advice bars. I want to, you know, try and walk this walk myself. So, um, if I look at the question, how are you going to make money? My answer is by selling a combination of digital products, group coaching, and one-to-one sessions. When will you know it's working? My answer is when what I'm making through products and coaching matches the income that I draw now as a consultant. What will you do if it doesn't pan out? 
my answer here is I'm only going to drop clients, uh, current ones, if the client and I aren't fully aligned. Now, if you are a client of mine right now and you're listening to this, that means you and I are fully aligned. So I, I ain't going nowhere. What if the market suddenly changes? <laughs> Frankly, I'd have the same risk as if I were full-time employed. Jobs for life don't exist anymore. Having a job, having a piece of paper, having signed a contract that says you've got a job, that is not secure in, in this world. Okay, so final question. Who can help you get to where you want to go? And that was the question that right from the beginning I didn't have a good answer to. And now I can say, apart from the, the usual things of, you know, I've got a mailing list or I've got people around me, you know, peers and all that kind of stuff, taking those as read, you can, you know, a, a, another way I might put this is I'm investing in learning not only the skills I need to do the work, but I'm also investing in how I'll find new work that I can charge handsomely for. And many of those investments also place me in a network of people who might become customers or advocates. So as well as the the network I've already built, I'm investing in more skills that will help me with more effectively marketing, but also I'm doing so within a, a, a pod, if you like, of people who get what I'm doing and are not just going to necessarily cheerlead me, but if they're not going to become customers, they will hopefully become advocates because we're all aligned, we're all trying to do the same kind of stuff and we all understand the landscape. So in all of this, remember, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to have all the answers or know all of the steps, but it's useful to have a few questions in your mind for your own sense of security, which you probably already do and you probably already have, but to take it a step further and think about what someone really close to you might ask, specifically those people who don't get what you're doing. Those are the ones, you know, because those sometimes can be the ones that sting. And you don't want to walk away being defensive saying, oh, they just don't get it. Like, that doesn't help you. It doesn't help them. So it's good to put in a little bit of thought um, into, into those sorts of questions that might come up. Now, if you're going big, if, you, if you're doing something that involves risk, then I think we've said this before, chances are you lack the skills and the confidence to do the big thing. Because if you had the skills and the confidence to do the big thing, you'd probably already be doing the big thing. So this is about you skilling up and investing, and that involves uncertainty, and there's not a lot you can do. But it's okay not to completely know how you're going to get to that next big thing. But if you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm on the right track, then that's what matters. Now, as I've said, you cannot fully change people's minds if they don't really understand the world that you live in. You can't make people feel certain because, frankly, the world is uncertain and that ain't on you. That is not your responsibility. But if you're jumping out of a plane and you've checked your parachute and there's a working backup, then... If I might coin a phrase, you've got this. Thank you so much for listening. Um, tomorrow, we're going to talk about the iceberg of successful projects and the huge amount that goes unseen beneath the water that makes them successful. 
Until then, if you want to get in touch, mark at morningcreative.fm is how you can do so. And uh, when you uh, see family, you might often have to deal with these questions, especially over the period that we've had, you know, spent a bit of time over Christmas, New Year, whatever. If you've got an artist, mate, um, maybe reach out and ask if they've had to deal with these kind of questions. Um, You might now be able to give them some advice or you might be able to get some advice from them as well. So uh, I do recommend doing that. You are smashing it and I look forward to having a chat with you tomorrow.